Hello, welcome to This War Gamer. I'm your host, Rob. This is the Age of Sigmar stat show where we review the Age of Sigmar lists from the weekend. Um, and we have got quite a few to go through this week. We have 30, sorry, 329 players playing this week across five countries, including Australia, China, Mexico, the USA, and England, which is super exciting to know that people are playing all around the world. There is another event which we haven't going to we aren't going to discuss just because it was like a top cut and then it goes into like a top 16, but I am going to interview some of those players. So that was the Warhammer World event, uh, sorry, the Warhammer Fest event. That was over 9 rounds. That was won by Richie with KO um and he ended up uh with KO with a bunch of thunderers and he went 80. So congratulations to him. Uh that's really great. So we won't be covering that in any more depth, uh but I might do some interviews with some players another time. Um, if you enjoyed the show and you want to know about stats, like Age of Sigmar stats, you can go on to wargamer.com and go find the stats blog, and there you can find all of the updated stats and player rankings all around the world. All of this stuff has been provided by Ziggy and Rob. Rob always gives me the info, so shout out to Rob for being great. And let's get on with the show. If you want to support the show, like, subscribe, comment, and also join our Patreon. Thanks for listening, and let's go on with the list. First event we're going to look at today is the Age of Sigmar Welsh Open. 50 players uh, playing it out over five rounds at Firestorm Games in Cardiff. You want to go check it out? Uh, organized by Dan Arnold and Owen Jackson, the previous organizers of the Six Nations event. Uh, 50 players attended, and it was won, uh, only 5-0, by Hazel, our very own chatter in the chat. Hazel, shout out to Fishy Hazel in the chat. Uh, but she's running some big lads now, some Ogre Moor tribes, bold ahead. Don't forget they get plus two wounds uh, on their profile, which is pretty good because they uh, the Frostal and Stonehorn starts out with a three-up uh, armor save and a five-up ward. I think that takes them up to 16 wounds, which is pretty incredible. Uh, so she's named all of her, so that's what the sub-faction does. Frostal and Stonehorn, Command Trait, Voice of the Avalanche, allows her to uh, pick, uh, do a command ability anywhere on the board once per battle, which is pretty cool. Rotmain Eldar, minus one to wound, and an Arcane Tome, I assume, for a Mystic Shield, making that a very difficult to shift. Two plus with an all-out defense, it's going to be a one plus. Uh, with a, um, a Finest Hour, it's going to be a zero plus. Five-up ward, Frostthorn, Stonehorn. You're not shifting that quick, is all I'm going to say. Uh, then uh, Huskarl on Thunder Tusk. Uh, and then three Stonehorn Beast Riders and a Thundertusk Beast Riders. What's important about these is the Blood Vulture. As well as being uh, counting as 10 on objectives, the Blood Vulture can pick uh, a unit anywhere on the board or on two or plus, do a Mortal Wound. When you've got five of those, and it's not an, it's an ability, not a shooting attack, you're going to be able to do five Mortal Wounds at uh, anywhere on the board. So you can pick out Galician Champions, uh, you can just do some damage into a monster, pick out a little unit you want a Battle Shark, and then the whole thing is just doing loads of damage on the charge, smashing people in, having a great time. Uh, it's kind of the aggro version of Ogres. So it does, ex oh, no, sorry, of Gargants. It does exactly what Gargants did or used to do, stand on objectives, but this time it absolutely hammers your face in for being on the objective, which is what you love to see. So huge fan, great list, great person, great time. Love to see it. Well done to Hazel. Just taking a quick look at the four ones. We've got Alex Bruce, Matt Davies, Matt Goldsborough, Simon Weekly, Andy Hughes and Carl Brewster, Andy Sims, John Warmington, uh, Paul Buckler, all in the 4-1 bracket, smashing it, having a great time. 
Congratulations to all those players. I hope you had a great time. Uh, especially a special shout out to Carl Brewster in the chat from Sigmar's Pilgrims. Great little gaming group. His first 4-1, I'm pretty certain. Uh, so super happy for you. Well done. Uh, and congratulations. The next event we're going to look at is the Border War 2023 event. This took place in Lavington in New South Wales, organized by Nick Matheson. Uh, it had 43 players attending, uh, which is great for New South Wales. Great, great shout. And it was won, it was won by, on our 5-0, congratulations to Luca Forster uh, from Model Citizens. I think Model Citizens are based out of Sydney. Uh, but I can't be. I can't say that that's definitely correct. Anyway, he was running KO. Uh, don't forget KO currently on a 62% win rate right now if you account for mirror matches taken out in the current stats. Running Zilfin, he's got a uh, an Arcanaut Admiral, an Etheric Navigator, and an Engine Master with Engine Harness. That Engine Master with Engine Harness is going to help the Engine Riggers, Unit 9, heal and um, heal up the boats uh, very significantly. Nine Endro Riggers with an Endro Master pretty much can get a um, a frigate or a Ironclad from alive to nearly dead to completely alive again, which is a little bit disheartening, uh, ultimately. So this Endro Riggers are definitely one of the key units in this list. Ten Arcanaut Company, because you need some battle line, and an Arcanaut Frigate. Ten Thunderers, which are probably going inside the Ironclad, and a gunstruck gun hauler. Now, KO are a really interesting force. They're very difficult to describe, very difficult to, for you to understand how they work. But they've got very good movement. They get to, and if you go, and go back and watch uh, my video about unit roles, uh, I discussed this quite a few times, or one of my other, I think maybe the Lumineth Castle video, I talk about this a lot. Uh, the ability to apply damage uh, specifically the effective threat range versus like the possible threat range. So, like, uh, movement plus shooting is a definitive application of force versus moving plus charging because you might not potentially get that charge in. Um, and so uh, movement plus shooting is far more effective, which is why you see KO doing so well, um, because you you have actual range, uh, effective range versus like uh, potential threat range. Um, and so you're just getting that a lot more in KO. KO get to make a lot more choices and get to apply pressure and or damage much more effectively at range into places that they want versus uh, melee. Uh, so shooting is always good. So shooting should never be given the range or, or movement that it is given. Um, shooting should probably be restricted to gun lines all the time. But KO is significantly uh, good and also very cool as a faction, Pirate Dwarfs. And shout out to Luca Forster for just being wonderful. In the 4-1 bracket, Matt Tyrrell, uh, the captain, uh, is he the current captain? I no, but the former captain for Team Australia, uh, Joel Graham on the 4-1, Joel McGrath on the 4-1, Kieran Coates and James Anderson all on the 4-1. Congratulations to all of you. Hope you had a great time at the event. Uh, the Australian scene is really buzzing right now. Loads of events all around. Uh, like, just a wonderful place to go play Warhammer. Great people. So if you get the chance, excited to see all you guys at World. See you soon. The high ground the High Ground Brewski GT was organized by Sean Sparkman and happened in Milford Charter TWP MI, uh, which I think is, is that Michigan? I think it's Michigan. Uh, anyway, uh, so the, it had uh, 41 players playing, 41 players, and Jack Carwood won the event. Congratulations with Sinesh going 5-0 from the Cobra Kai Gaming Dojo. Love those guys. Uh, here's a picture of him uh, with his sweet uh, shield 
uh, that he got for being the champion. That's a pretty cool thing, man. That's pretty cool. You'll have to see it. Um, so on to him. Okay, what was in his list? He knights the Sinesh. Oh boy. Okay, so he's running Pretenders. You get two extra CP each hero phase. Each hero phase, every time your general would generate one CP for being on the board, instead you generate three, uh, which is very good. Every time that general uh, issues a command, they can issue the command more than once, and also they can issue it two more times uh, without other CP being spent. So uh, really what's happening is, is they're getting uh, one CP is turning into three CP and they're generating two more. Uh, so they effectively just have nine CP, which is pretty bonkers. Um, then we've got a Shard Speaker of Sinesh in the list, Contorted Epitome, uh, and the Keeper of Secrets. Uh, now, the Keeper of Secrets is going to combo really nicely with the 30 Demonettes and the five Slick Blade Seekers in the list. Uh, and then there's two units of 11 Bliss Barb Archers and uh, some Bliss Barb Seekers and Simbramesh Twin Souls. So I've been reading a lot of Sinesh re lists recently, and they have a very interesting kind of tempo uplift, uh, which the people in who've been running the Sinesh armies have been gearing towards. What do I mean by that? Uh, what what they're, what they're doing is they're easy, either using 30 Demonettes, or more commonly, uh, they're creating uh, five or 10 Slick Blade Seekers who go and fight turn one, and they use the Euphoric Command, Euphoric Killer's ability, it's not a command ability, to generate depravity for every uh, every wound that they cause, basically. And then the Keeper of Secrets lets them fight twice. So what you're doing is you're hitting, you're doing lots of damage, you're fighting twice, and then you're generating tons of depravity. It's like, whoop, like fills straight up. Um, and that's what you're seeing there. The Bliss Barb Archers are shooting screens out of the way. Sometimes you see more Bliss Barb uh, Archers than this. The Bliss Barb Seekers are shooting unit and making it so they have minus one to the save. And then the Bliss Barb Archers are also shooting the unit. The whole time that you're shooting with the Bliss Barb Archers, uh, you are also making your opponent uh, use uh, the dice to see if you generate more depravity or do more mortal wounds. So ultimately... It's a really interesting army which has a very high tempo turn one, uh, spikes, and then just continues to snowball from that point forward, uh, which is quite interesting. Um, I think it's probably got some very interesting elasticity between turns two and three, where it spiked hard, lost some pieces, and then it's whether or not it spiked hard enough early to carry it through to the mid game. Uh, very much like we're seeing with a lot of the current Beast of Chaos list. Um, and I guess... KO, but KO is slightly different because they're doing all of the damage early, uh, and then they don't. They do have some recursion though. Anyway, congratulations, uh, congratulations to Jack in the four-one bracket. Uh, you had Michael Rausch, uh, Michael a Swaggy Shadow Sword. Uh, we talked about him the other week. He went five-zero with his Mortis Praetorian Cream. Uh, sorry, his OCR Bone Reapers Crematoriums Army. Um, and I even did an interview with him on Patreon, if you want to go check that out, um, where he described that list. It's probably the most fun list in Age of Sigmar right now, I'm going to call it as. Uh, you have skeletons, they explode. You return the skeletons, they explode. How can that be more fun? Uh, Carlos Moons uh, with a four and uh, three and two draws. It's pretty unique. Congratulations to you. Rob from the chat. Uh, going 4-1 uh, with the um, uh, from Cobra Kai again. I didn't know you in Cobra Kai. That's great. Uh, Jeff on the 4-1. Also love Jeff. Uh, Kyle 4-1 uh, as well from the Detroit Warhammer Club. So shout out to all of you. Um, you're all wonderful. Uh, congratulations for doing so well. Our next event is the Spring Rubicon event. Now, this event had 40 players in Wisconsin, USA. 
There you go. Uh, it was organized by Sean Rochelieu. Uh, shout out to Sean. I hope he's doing really well. Um, and the event was run, won by Nicholas True uh, from the Tough Crowd, or the Tough Cloud, apologize. Um, and then you got Barrick Zilfen, so he's running Carriage and Overlords. He had an Arkanaut Admiral, an Aether Chemist, and Brock. Love a bit of Brock. He's pointed really well now, Brock, my opinion. 15 Thunderers, 10 Arkanaut Company, a Frigate, and then some engine riggers and an ironclad. Everything I've said about KO before is the same as well. A lot of conversation in the chat, which I think is fair, that you're seeing a bunch of different sub-factions do well, uh, which maybe means the army is very good and so you don't have to super-optimize into one sub-faction. Uh, but again, slightly different list to the list we saw previously. Thunder is a different Brock in there as well this time, so that, that mixes it up. Um, uh, frigate and an ironclad, so just wonderful stuff. Uh, and congratulations to Nick, who I know is a super cool dude. Uh, in second place, Barton Kennelly. Love that guy. Barton. 4-1. Uh, John Oting. 4-1. Isaiah Ramchik. 4-1. Uh, Alex Shankle. 4-1. Alex Bins. Uh, Matt Griffin. All going 4-1. Shout out to everyone there. Uh, hope the event was really good um, in Wisconsin. Our next event is in Mexico which is absolutely fantastic. It's the El Bunker, A Matter of Honor, organized by Carlos Moreno, and it had 24 players playing, being held here in uh, this little lovely part of Mexico. Um, so congratulations to those. You love to see it. And uh, it was won by Alberto Lopez. Alberto Lopez from the Dice Pals Club. Uh, now, he only got four and uh, we only went 4 1, but he was the winner, so we're going to read his list. He was running Lumeth Realm Lords and Yometrica. He had Avalonor, Archmaid Teclas, and uh, the Alarith Stone Mage with a Calagrave as well. Then he's got 10 Stone Guard and two units of 5 Stone Guard and the Umbral Spell Portal for the Technado. Don't forget, Avalonor makes three units minus one to hit, might be D3. Units minus one to hit, and because they're in Yometrica, Avalonor and also Stone Guard are going to be ignoring up to Ren 2, which it's very rare to get Ren 3, so uh, it's very, very good for them, especially if you add positive saves with all that defense on Mystic Shield. Uh, Avalonor, very susceptible to mist, uh, mortal wounds, doesn't have a very high wound cap himself, uh, but obviously Teclis is going to come in with that 5-up ward bubble, uh, which is very good, and then Teclis doing all of the damage that Teclis does, so you absolutely love to see it. Uh, also in the 4-1 bracket was Mamado Teles, Hector Vilfano, uh, Raul Armando Palais, Carlos Javier Torres Vergara, uh, Luis Mendoza, all went 4-1. Congratulations to all those players. You did really great, uh, and I hope you had a wonderful time at the event. Our next event is in China. We had 20 players playing at the Mayhammer event uh, organized by Boggy B. Shout out to Boggy B. Uh, so um, this is our second event in China in the past six months, uh, which is cool to see, especially off the back of just being an event in Mexico. Uh, so... You love to see it, and it's nice seeing all of those different like countries, uh, all these different events, all these things happening at the same time. You're playing your game in the US or, or, or England at the same time. It's happening in Mexico and China. It's, it's fun. Uh, so the event was won by Maxime Paul from Le Vieux Chouchou. Uh, I think I, I said that correctly. Um, and he was running Blades of Corn in Gortide. They had a Rumble Ritualist, a Slaughter Priest, Scarblood, Wrath, Blood, Secretor, Exalted Deathbringer, and Corgus Cole. Uh, ten, uh, two times ten blood warriors, some blood reavers, eight claws of Karnak, hex gorgeous skulls, three mighty skull crushers, five skull reapers, five wrathmongers, a Korgrath, and Garrick's reavers. So an MSU or multiple small units here. 
uh, army with a bunch of different heroes. Now, uh, it seems like Corn, or I think Corn, is going to do really, really well on the tabletop. Do it would do much better if it wasn't for KO, in my personal opinion, because their their hero phase movement is incredibly impactful, um, especially because it's so cheap blood tithe points. However, all of these corn lists haven't quite settled into what I would necessarily call an archetype yet, although they are starting to emerge. Um, uh, but normally you would see something like 10 Skull Reapers. Uh, so I'm not going to go off much from this list right now uh, because I don't think we're necessarily hitting archetype status yet, but super happy for um, uh, Maxime for doing so well, so congratulations. Also, uh, Yan Yu Pang um, in second place also was at CanCon earlier in the year, went 5-0 at that event. Uh, with his Stormcast Eternals list, so uh, congratulations to him. Macram L. Shaggy from the Terrible Pterodons went 4-1. Simon Shen went 4-1 as well. So congratulations to all the people playing over there. I uh, hope they had a lovely time. Our next event is in Straya again. Straya. Uh, and it was ShyCon 2023. So it was organized by Adam Bajada uh, and happened in Sylvania in New South Wales. That's pretty cool. Now, uh, the event was won. Uh, by Chi Fan Zhu uh, from White Lion. And he was running a Soulbright Gravelords list and he was running Legion of Blood. So plus one attack to vampires when they're in range. Uh, you have a heroic action so you can ignore ward saves. Plus one to cast outside of three inches for uh, vampires as well. The problematic one in Soulbright Gravelords, sorry, in Legion of Blood, the problematic unit or the unit that's of key importance here is the Vampire Lord on Zombie Dragon. It's got the command trait Doom Minions, which is hotly contested at the minute as potentially uh, not working on the mount itself. I personally think it does work because it affects the unit and doesn't affect the mount. The mount is like, it's, you basically, uh, you get, um, your units get to hit those units on twos, uh, which really affects the Vampire Lord and Zombie Dragon, but is in need of, of an FAQ. Uh, Cloak of Mist and Shadows makes it ethereal as well. So it's a, it's a very fighty character that ignores ward saves, makes it so itself and other units around it hit on twos, and it also is ethereal. Also got the hunger on Vampire Lord and Zombie Dragon. Healing is very effective on this. Kado Azekar is in the chat. Uh, not, not in the chat, sorry. Uh, Kado, Kado, sorry, is in the list. Vampire Lord and Neferata. Don't forget Neferata has got a spell which makes a unit immune to rend as well. Uh, three units of Death Rock Skeletons. I think these are fantastic units at 85 points. Uh, you can get multiple uh, Death Rock Skeletons. I definitely could see people reinforcing these. Uh, uh, and then two units of fully reinforced... Uh, uh, sorry. Of reinforced Graveguard. They're not fully reinforced. They've only been reinforced once. So 20 Graveguard, 20 Graveguard in the list as well, which are very, very, very strong in a fight. Um, especially when they're all hitting in twos, uh, thanks to the Doom minions. So I think you're going to see Legion of Blood be one of the more popular uh, sub-factions for Soulbreak Gravelords, uh, and we've already seen that uh, several times, and we talked about it um, uh, on the previous uh, like previous weeks. Uh, then Gary Chen uh, going 4-1 uh, with OCR Bone Reapers. Uh, Robert Remus going 4-1 with Hostess Nesh Pretenders. Um, so congratulations to all of them. Good day to everyone in Australia. Hope you had a good one. Uh, see you soon. Our final event takes us back to Australia, but this time we're going to good old Tassie uh, uh, at the Good Games Hobart store is where we're going for the Has To Who Let The Dogs Out event uh, organized by Mitch Baskis. So shout out to Mitch in the uh, if he's watching. 
Um, it was won by Ethan Armstrong, uh, for, uh, writer for Wohammer, and he was running Arnett Deepkin, and it was more fan. In his list, he had an Achillean King, a Lotan, an Achillean Thrallmaster, and a Soul Render. He's got two units of 10 Reavers and two units of 20 Thralls, a unit of Aether Wings, and then a Leviadon. That Leviadon, obviously prov providing that like AOE, like plus one save, which is legit, in my opinion, um, early, especially when it stacks with the Tides for like the pluses to save. The Reavers being able to shoot out a bunch of stuff so the Thralls can eventually charge is good, and then the Fight Eater Keelian King is really good, and then the Thrallmaster for buffing up the Thralls and the Soul Rander for returning them. I think for me, uh, this is really impressive because also Deepkin are really struggling at the minute in kind of the wider competitive community, and I think it's because other army books have their utility. I, I'm thinking of Sinesh right now. They're very similar, but Sinesh get to stack a bunch of depravity on top of this, as well as some other little tricks and pieces. They don't really engage in the magic phase because you don't have any cheap wizards um, either, so you don't get any like overlapping, like really powerful spells and or buffs. So quite an interesting army that's not doing that well at the minute. I'd really like to see uh, how it maybe do, uh, may, how it could maybe do in the future. Uh, anyway, uh, and then we got Zach Green on three wins and a draw. Uh, Sam Rubeck uh, with uh, three wins, a draw, and a loss. So congratulations to everyone at that event. Okay, so uh, a fun week again. Same as always. Uh, I know this one was quick uh, because uh, busy doing AOS Worlds prep. Do not forget, you can check out all the AOS Worlds videos on T Sports Network YouTube. Just follow along with the Honest Wargamer socials. You'll see all of that stuff posted out as well. Because um, there's that's a that's a bunch more lists and info about the current game state. If you're interested, the game at the minute is very interesting. A lot of those new battle tomes are dominating. It does seem KO are very strong, arguably too strong. What to do about that? I'm not really sure. I feel like there are some counters to KO, but they're very specific, and that doesn't help the wider community if you want to run a different army or a different list. Um, so I think that that's something that uh, like something to think about. Uh, apart from that, it's just really fun seeing different armies play all around the world and different communities playing all around the world and enjoying kind of the same game and same game state. We have seen Soul Black Grave Lords pop up, which has been good. Um, we're starting to see Corn pop up, is good. We should start seeing more OCR Bone Reapers sometime soon, uh, which is really engaging. I'm surprised we haven't seen quite as much uh, about... Um, we haven't seen quite as much about... Uh, like uh, Beast of Chaos, which is quite surprising. And then Git seems to have like leveled off, which is kind of fun. So we will see. We will see at the moment. It's uh, it's very, very interesting to see how the game's going to progress, uh, especially with all of the different combos and all of the different kind of like uh, army lists that like are rock, paper, scissoring at the top end of the meta. So I'm looking forward to seeing more of that. Don't forget, you can check out all the stats on theosworgamer.com. Please do go check them out. And if you'd like to support the show, we'd have a Patreon, and it'd be great if you could help support the show via that. Thank you very much, and I hope you have a lovely day.